Hey world, this is Jamie, host of the Jamie and Jenty Show. Broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie and Jenty Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Hey world, this is Jamie, host of the Jamie and Jenty Show. Broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie and Jenty Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Hey world, this is Jamie, host of the Jamie and Jenty Show. Broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie and Jenty Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Hey, welcome world. Welcome to the Beyond the Gay podcast on Fishbowl Radio. My name is Jamie. It's Tuesday, May the 2nd. Oh man, it's, it's already in May and we're here. Alright, so welcome. Thank you guys. And thank you for joining my group page. I know I just added it. I figured out a way to add, it, add this video to the group page. So uh, this is going to be permanent um, moving forward. But after two weeks from now, uh, I want to remove this video. This this live stream video will be off my personal Facebook page, just 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 for you know, j- just to get more people going to my group page, just to see what I do on there. Uh, you know, I post you know on my group page. I post a lot of videos of players, um, interviews, yeah, players' interviews, coaches. You know, pitchers, all that jazz, football, basketball, baseball, you name it, I post it on there uh, so that I give you my expertise of what I'm talking about on there so that if I'm not here live in the studio or elsewhere doing it live, I could tell you all through word of mouth that, hey, maybe James Harden can keep doing what he's doing or uh, Luca needs to, uh, needs to, Luca's doing this for his, for his game, to improve his game. So stuff like that. But my personal page is gonna be on my personal page. Um, that's that. So after a couple of weeks, I'm gonna let this marinate and then it'll be on the group page full time. Alright, so enough with the church announcement. I think that's one announcement. I don't know what the other announcement is, but, Let's dive into this game last night that, that was played. Let's dive in first things first. The Suns and the Nuggets. Game two. Okay. Denver 97, Phoenix 87. Uh, this game had Jokic. Well, he went for 39 points, 16 rebounds. Not quite a triple double. Um, you know, I, I saw that Denver, you know, Denver's playing, playing defense in this series. Um, it feels like, they're taking away, they're taking away what Phoenix wants to do offensively to the point where they're making De- Devin Booker and Kevin Durant have to carry the load. 
And as long as they're carrying the load, Phoenix does not have a chance. You know, you just went, you just saw Chris Paul go out of the game uh, in the fourth quarter. Well, I'm sorry, late third quarter, late third quarter into the fourth uh, was a left growing tightness. Um, so the good thing is that they had three game, three days off in between games to fix that figure or fit or rested or whatever that, that whatever treatment he needs for them to, for them to be back in the series. Uh, I did choose Phoenix to win the series in six games. I didn't know that Denver will go up 2-0, even though I've been telling people Denver will win the West. My exact reason. They play defense. They have a two-time MVP. There's a reason why Jokic is a two-time MVP player. There's a reason why Jamal Jamal Murray is in his own. And Jamal Murray has nothing to prove anymore. He already proved it on the court. If you have not watched this game over the last, uh, what is it? The last six games he's, he's done this. Then, then you're wrong. I mean, you, you, you cannot tell me what this, what Jamal can improve on. Jamal, Jamal is leading that team. Jokic is, is working it out. Jokic is doing his MVP stuff. Believe it or not. And he's still not my favorite for the MVP, even though they're going to announce that tonight. He's not my favorite for the MVP. They should give it to you Embiid. You know, Embiid put up quality numbers last uh, this past season. So with that being said, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Jokic wins another MVP award. I mean, it'll frustrate me if, if, uh, Embiid does not get it, but it, it won't it won't upset me if Jokic does get it. If you know what I mean. So, um, how does Phoenix get back into this series? Uh, what did we learn? We learned that Phoenix is two dimensional. Phoenix has Durant and Booker to carry the load. Like I've been saying, um, they need their bench. It was surprising to me that they went with they went they went. Um, they went Damian Lee over Landy Shambrett for game two. And I want to know why Monty Williams saw what he saw uh, versus game one. Game one, um, you know, I thought, I thought Landry was giving them enough in game one. Uh, defensively, offensively, he gave them something. But maybe Damian Lee can say, you know what? Maybe I can go with David Lee and say, you know what? Maybe he can give me something as well. He basically did not give you anything. And if you talk about analytics, which I don't really get into on this show, uh, he was a minus five while he was on the court. So even worse, sir, was, uh, camera campaign was negative 16. I mean, that's honestly really the half, what they have. You know, Chris Paul went out with an injury. And so, and so really, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't dive in. You couldn't, you couldn't blame Chris Paul for going out of the game because, you know, injuries happen. It just, it just doesn't. And unfortunately, it happened to him at this game. And who knows what happens between now and Friday. 
since you have that three-day layoff, which the NBA is trying to catch up on, uh, because, you know, the Warriors series went to Game 7, which it happened. It went to Game 7. It is what it is. But the NBA is trying to catch up their schedule, trying to make the games look interesting, and nobody's going to complain of load management. So that that's that. Let's dive into another let's dive into another game. Um Save Sixers and the Boston Celtics last night. 119-115 Save uh, Sixers win this game in game 1. This was game 1 of the series. Now, I said Boston in 6 because Boston, I doubt that Boston has the depth. Boston has has Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams, Al Hofer, Grant Williams, uh Marcus Smart. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon and a bunch of other guys. You know, they're, they're, they got a depth. You know, what the 76ers saw was that the 76ers are, are, they're, they're ready to play. They are ready to play. And I want to, and this is not going to be a knock on the hockey team Bruins, but my question is, how do you, how are you up three to one and you lose a three to one series to, I can't remember the team, but the Panthers, you won the whole entire regular season to lose in the first round. Help me make, make sense of that. You were up three to one. <laughs> I mean, we're not, I mean, you can't. I mean, Boston needs something, something to celebrate on. I mean, you can't celebrate in the draft. I mean, you can't celebrate their baseball team because their baseball team is such and such. I mean, basketball is the only way we're, we're going. And so in this case, you, I mean, <laughs> you talk about failure of the season. That's a failure of the season. I mean, I, I don't talk about hockey in this show, but I, I, I need to, I need to make a hockey reference that the Boston Bruins was, that was a failure of the season. And that's huge. You gotta sit on that in, in the offseason for a long time. But back to this game. Had to get that out because I wanted to see, but I wanted to see, I want to see the Celtics in the finals. Okay. I picked them to win the East. I mean, I, granted, then I would say it's only one game. They lost this because of effort plays. They lost it because they have one guy named James Harden going for 45 points. Now, you can't say he carried a team because he had Maxi. Maxi went for, Maxi went for 26, even though he was in foul trouble throughout the whole entire game. Tobias Harris was for 18. Paul Reed was huge. He went for 10. Those are 10 huge points coming from a guy that's not named Embiid. Excuse me. So, with that being said, I mean, you talk about big shoes to fill. Paul Reed filled those shoes last night. James Harden, we are in know what James Harden is going to produce. We didn't, we didn't expect 45 points from James Harden. We expected 20, 25, maybe even 30. 45 in game one? 
<laughs> in Boston. And now you gotta go, yeah, you gotta go to game two tomorrow night to replicate, I can't pronounce that word, to do all that again. I mean, how, how you now, now Boston's thinking, how do we stop James Harden? What defender can we put on him? Can we put Jason Tatum on him? Can we put Jalen Brown on him? Can we even put Malcolm Brogdon on him? Or can we put Derek White on him? You notice the biggest stat last night was Derek White went for, went, went for four points, but he was a negative 15. That means he, he did not produce a, a, a soul out there. And this is a guy that's supposed to guard James Harden. Or maybe Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart can only do what he can. Marcus Smart does everything. Marcus Smart has spent more time on the floor than shooting the basketball. That is Marcus Smart's game. You lead the scoring to Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I don't know what I saw the headline this morning of Jay Will saying, Oh, I'm going to blame Jason Tatum for this loss. What more Jason Tatum can, can he do? He, the man gave you 39 points. What more can he do? Did he give someone, did he give his man a basket defensively? I mean, what, I mean, anybody that, that scores almost 40 points, what more do you want from them? That's the question I have. <laughs> what more do you want? It, they have a full field, uh, they have teammates. Malcolm Brogdon went for 20 points off the bench. Like I said, this is a team sport. Things happen. I mean, we didn't expect uh, Ball Reed to start, and he started. He got 10 points. You had uh, Montrose Harold, who was a veteran on that team. I thought he would get to start. He didn't even play last night. So Doc Rivers went with a three-man rotation. And say, you know what? I'm going to trust these guys, the, our starters, to get the job done, which they did. It's risky when you're in, in a seven game series against the, the, the second best team in the, in the, in the East. And you put in your rotation. That's saying something. I mean, you're not the Clippers who, who play eight or nine deep or 10 deep sometimes. I mean, playoff rotation, you're, you're dwelling it by the game, by the matchup. And this matchup is a three-man rotation for the, the Series Sixers. Even though you didn't have NB last night, you're probably not going to have him for game two. Cause that is, you're talking about, you know, let's say you got what? You got over a week off. So that played, that played a factor because they weren't rusty. Then you got another, uh, you got a day in between off. In between games, Tuesday. Now Wednesday, you play the game, and so Wednesday, when um, Wednesday you go after it. Game two's Wednesday, but I still choose Boston to win this in, in six games. Uh, it's no, it's no, it's no different. <laughs> it's no different at all. <laughs> now. Let's dive into the next matchup tonight. I wanted I I want to dive into to this 
matchup here. There's two matches that we're going to that we're going to talk about tonight. Game two for uh, Heat and, and the Knicks. That's game two. Game one is the Lakers and the Warriors. I'm sorry, not that's not game two. Game one is the Lakers and the Warriors. And so, um, so let me let me paint this picture here for you. In game one of the Heat and the Knicks. So first of all, the Heat are not supposed to be here. They are not supposed to be in this situation. They won game. They're up one nothing to the Knicks. And now you're supposed to be here. We're supposed to see Milwaukee in this. And now, and while you talk about a failure of the season. <laughs> but, I mean, what can you say? I mean, Jimmy Butler will, will have a, a bum ankle tonight. He will. Cause he, he went down late in the fourth quarter of that game. And they didn't give him enough time to take a day off, which I think, uh, if you look at the schedule now, I think the next game's on Friday. So I think he'll get through this game, game two, because it's important. If you go a 2-0 up to Miami, it plays your favor. So who knows? But New York has something to prove. They don't have Julius Randle. They may not have Julius Randle tonight. They may not have him, but now it puts when you don't have your star player, it puts more pressure on the other guys. It puts more pressure on Jalen Brunson, uh, R.J. Barrett, Josh Hart. Even and I don't, I don't expect Josh Hart to score a lot of points. I expect him to defend Jimmy Butler, not all four quarters, but maybe like half the quarter. Maybe when you switch off uh, on uh, pick and rolls. Maybe you don't, maybe you don't tell Josh Hart to switch or, uh, RJ Barrett to switch because they're going to throw their big man, Mitchell Robinson to you. That's a mismatch for Jimmy Butler. That's Jimmy Butler all day long. And so I wonder what Tibbs is going to do to Jimmy Butler, how he's going to defend Jimmy Butler. <laughs> You know Jimmy Butler tips. You should guard. You, you should figure out a way to guard him. I never seen his teams never play zone. He's not in the right space to play zone. They just play with guys that are that are, have a defensive minded, uh, defensive minded asset. Josh Hart has a def- Josh Hart has a defensive minded as- asset. Uh, RJ Barrett as well. Mitchell Robinson definitely. But he's not going to guard you on the outside. He's going to protect the rim because you need rebounding. And it takes all five and, and, you know, yeah, you do need rebound. It takes all five, it takes all five guys to get the ball to get the rebound. So in this case, New York needs to rebound. They need to hold the Miami Heat to one shot. And Miami in this case, um, Miami needs to keep their game up. They play the hard nose defense. They play four, they pull, they pull four, four out, one in. You know. But I see, I do see Miami winning this game tonight because of Jimmy Butler. That's not gonna, 
They're riding high right now. You're not going to stop that team. Unless Jimmy Butler's hurt. If he's going to sit out tonight, then I'm going to give him the against New York. But he's not going to sit out this series tonight, considering the fact his personality. He's not going to do it. It's huge. It's a huge game tonight. But before I, I dive into my off-season stuff for the Memphis Grizzlies, the Minnesota Timberwolves, Timberwolves, and um, what's it called? Memphis, Minnesota, Milwaukee, and the Kings off-season uh, takes. I'm going to talk about this matchup that, that everybody has on the calendar. Well, not even on their calendar right now. But every matchup, everybody didn't even expect this matchup right now, tonight. And it's going to go on tonight, LeBron versus Steph. Can't you believe that, LeBron versus Steph? And I want to know who has more pressure. Is it LeBron? Is it Steph? Is it Steve Curry? Is it Darvin Ham? Who has that pressure? Cause I, cause I wasn't expecting this matchup. I was expecting Warriors and, and Grizzlies. Bosley, the Grizzlies was there, was there, uh, was, was their pettiness and their craziness in Memphis. They're out, they, they allow this old team to beat you. We gotta stop using that term, guys. We gotta have these young people to stop using that old term. And that's in reality. Cause you never know what we have up our sleeves. We are not old. We're mature. We know better than you, Malik Monk, John Morant, Dylan Brooks. We know more than you guys. We don't care about how your team, how your teams are function. That's why y'all are sitting at home right now. You, 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 you don't care. But, uh, <laughs> but this, but back to this matchup. Lakers versus Warriors. And yes, I know this man has been, um, put a smile on his face since, since early April. He didn't expect to be in, in, in this realm. He didn't expect, he expected to be at home, figure out where LeBron's going to go next, figuring out if Darvin Harris is going to be fired, figuring out if AD's going to ever stay healthy, if AD's ever going to be committed to basketball. With that being said, he is here right now. And he is... And I know, and I know him because I know, I know that when he was at home, he was thinking about how the lake, you know, uh, uh, he was just jumping up and down about his Lakers. He didn't think that, you know, <laughs> he didn't think that, uh, uh, he'll, he'll come out of the West. He'll beat the Grizzlies and get to the play in and beat Minnesota and to beat Memphis. Let's welcome Gabe to the show. Welcome, welcome back, Gabe. You, What's going on? Long you, time no it's see. It's been a while, it's man. Been a minute. 
It's been a minute. It's been a while, bro. Well, welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to say that you said a lot there. I did. Um, you said a lot I there. I did. On I the did. introduction. Uh, I did. And I, and I want to tell you uh-huh. that you were completely wrong. I expected all of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I, expected, I tried. I expected all of that to happen. <laughs> no, now, you did it. I, you everything that I said <laughs> when I was giving my hypothetical the last time I was here was I was like it came true. It came true. I said that if we if we get out of the plan, I do think mm-hmm. we, I said this verbatim. I, need to I go remember. Back and listen to it. Go back and listen. I need to go back and listen to it. I that, said that, that, that might if have. We been get out of the plan and we face Memphis. We will win that series, and you looked at me crazy. Did you not? I did. Exactly. I did. I, I did. Exactly. I, I did. And, and I, I was the one that chose Memphis in six. Exactly. Because I thought, I thought, okay, can you translate the regular season success to the playoff success? I was wrong. I was wrong because I'm they glad showed you're man that, to admit that. Yeah, I respect. I that. have to. I have to admit those things because <laughs> <laughs> they were immature. You yeah. saw on the court. Whatever happened and outside of it translated to the court. Absolutely. Um, I think I saw reports today of saying that uh, Dylan Brooks will not be returning to the Memphis Grizzlies. By I saw any that circumstances. report. I saw that. Um, I was like, I respect Memphis for that. Good. Get him out of here. Send him to the crib. Like, send him back to the G League. Like, send him back to the G League. Like, <laughs> I don't think the G League will want him. I don't think the G League will want him. I, I think, Yo. I think they want more, 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 more low key players. Now, let me cook him real quick. Hold on. Go ahead, cook. This go dude, ahead, cook. I'll allow you. Go this ahead. is the most noise. T- he averaged 10 points and three assists a game mm-hmm. throughout this series. Mm-hmm. And you talk the most noise. You have not done a thing. <laughs> Matter of fact, duh. In game, what was that? Game four uh-huh. that came down to the wire. Brian comes down mm-hmm. straight yep. to the glass. Yep, 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 yep. On that. Dylan Brooks mm-hmm. with the left. Mm-hmm. Everything yep. that yep. Dylan yep. Brooks yep. said he couldn't do on mm-hmm. him, he did. Dylan got to sit down somewhere. And he's, cause you're trying to be this Draymond, Lance Stevenson, right. Pat Bev, um, going further back, Steven Jackson type of player, and mm-hmm. you're not that good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's keep it a thousand, bro. You're not good enough to do that. You're not talented enough to do that. You don't play good enough defense to do that. Mm-hmm. So stop it. And I said this months ago when he was talking before, like long before, <laughs> during the regular season. We had this conversation. I said Dylan Brooks is not that dude. He's not that dude, and he's never been that dude. So he got to sit down. <laughs> All right, I got that off. We good. Continue. It's just show. I mean, hey, hey, hey you, you just, you just, you just threw it out there. You were holding that in, and yeah. now, he, he, and now, because he's he the type to throw rocks and hide his hand. I can see it. Mm-hmm. He's the type that, yeah, I'm gonna talk all of this noise before the game, and then when we lose this series, the media not gonna be able to find me. He, he ran. Yeah, he, he ran ducked away. He all ran of away. that smoke. And the NBA said, "Here's your check. Here's your fine. You yeah. need to pay us." Yeah. You duck all of the smoke <laughs> after you didn't talk all of this noise because you can't mm-hmm. handle it. You're not built like that. So stop it. And that's what I think about the Memphis Grizzlies as a whole. Mm-hmm. Y'all are not built like that. Outside of Desmond Bain, who I think is the truth. Yeah. yeah. Desmond Bain is a problem. Mm-hmm. And if he gets in the right situation, he can be oh. a beast. So are you saying 
that Desmond Bain needs out of Memphis? I think for the success of his career and for the type of player that he is, he will always be in the shadow of John Morant. John Morant is Memphis. They love him. They love him. In they Memphis. love him. In I, Memphis. I don't know Same why. way they loved AI in Philly. <laughs> I don't know why it didn't produce a championship, and neither will this. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> he needs some. Them as a whole, and I want to play audio from John Morant real quick. Yeah. As a whole, they should play. They should play. They need a refresher. They need, they need a voice, a new, a new voice. They do. They need somebody that could be held accountable. And I was digging in my head, Taylor Jenkins got to go. They got to part ways. Mm-hmm. They got to they got to mutually part ways. Pay him what he wants to be paid, mm-hmm. and then send him out. Yeah, because you you don't have because at the end of the day, players can be held accountable for their own actions. But if you're not addressing it in fully, you know you don't address it to us. If you're not addressing it to to rent privately, mm-hmm. you need to go. You yeah. are the reason why Memphis is failing. Yeah. Well, yeah. at least part of the reason why. A major reason. I th- I mean, I think that he's allowing them to be them. Yeah. I think the uh, like there's a there's a lack of authenticity that comes from the style of play that Memphis has. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by lack of authenticity is that they're trying to be something that they're not. They're trying right. to be the 04 Pistons. Mm. And they're not built like that. No. They're not cut from that cloth. That's a different cloth. There that's is. that's not just talking noise. Right. That's something different. There's mm-hmm. an energy there. Right. There's a dog in there. Right. On they across had, the board. The O four Pistons had, had Ben dogs. Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, they had Tayshaun dogs. Prince, Rip Hamilton, they had dogs. Sha- Chauncey Billups. <laughs> like these <laughs> I are, mean you can go on and on. I could pretty much name you that that was my that wasn't my team, but right. I was a huge fan of the O four Pistons. That mm-hmm. team was incredible. And it was a true team. They all mm-hmm. had a little bit of dog in them. That's what Memphis thinks that they are, and they're not. I'm just being honest. Like, they have this appearance of being this scrappy little young team, (laughs) but all of them are punks. All of them. (laughs) I'm just being honest. I mean, I got to call a spade a spade. I mean, uh, I I agree with you. I agree with you that all of them are are punks, and all of them are clowns outside of uh, Desmond Bain. Yeah. Outside of that. Um, let's play a clip from John Moran and see. Let's see what growth can he take from this. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Joe, what do you think is next for this team after uh, a season like this? And Taylor was in here talking about uh, you, Dez, and, and Jaron um, really leading this team through the off season. I guess when you look ahead, uh, what do you see? Um, I feel like it starts with us, you know, pretty much getting healthy. Um, and, you know, that's the number one thing for us. Um, secondly, you know, just getting back to work. Um, pretty much feel like, you know, it's that simple. You feel like a healthy team could have done more? 100%. Why, why so? I mean, you know, you have Steve-O coming back, which, you know, a problem in this series was rebounding. And, you know, before he went out, he was pretty much the best rebounder in the league. Um, you know, obviously, B.C., with, you know, what he brings for us off the bench, you know, that's another big body. You know, we have out there and somebody, 
you know, who helps us, you know, on the boards and scoring wise. Um, Luke, um, spacing the floor, you know, being able to shoot. Um, even, you know, with me, um, you know, I was out there battling, but I wasn't, you know, 100%. So, um, obviously, you know, health is important. Um, we play with what we got. Um, so, you know, not even trying to, you know, use that, you know, as an excuse right now. Um, but, you know, even with, you know, the guys we had, you know, we got to be better. After how competitive the team was the past two games, what do you, how do you account for how quickly this one got away from you? Um, I felt like even though, you know, it got away early, I felt like, you know, we were still battling um, for the most part. You know, they, you know, started knocking down some shots. I felt like, you know, they was, you know, pretty much just getting to the paint too easy um, for us. And um, that would, you know, pretty much hurt us. You know, in recent games, it, it wasn't, you know, as easy for them. You know, we were making them work, um, you know, forcing tough shots. And, you know, that pretty much allowed us to, you know, rebound and run. Um, obviously, you know, our bigs tonight was in foul trouble, um, which, we lack, you know, pretty much right now, you know, due to injuries. Um, yeah, I just feel like it was that. You know, we just got to be, you know, uh, more locked in on the defensive end and, you know, keep guys in front. And if your man get beat, you know, have your brother's back. Ja, you know the I'm fine in the West comments going to get thrown back in your face at this point. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't care. I said it. You know, I deal with it. So. And the other thing I want to ask you, how, how do you evaluate yourself as a, the leader of this team this year, and how do you think you can grow in that area? Uh, I just got to be better, you know, with my decision-making. It's um, pretty much it, you know. Off-court issues, you know, um, affected us as a, you know, uh, organization um, pretty much. So, yeah, just more discipline. Kind of along those lines, but it's something we've been talking to everybody else about. Um, there's been some themes about taking things for granted, um, not enjoying every moment, you know, maybe even a little entitlement for, for the team. How, how do you see that, th- th- those issues, and if they related to this team? My issues? No. Do you feel like your team at large um, took things for granted this year that you hadn't taken for granted in the past? No. Okay, Des and, and Taylor had talked about they thought that that was the case, that maybe, um, you know, last year everybody was a little more locked in to the, to the moment, and this year that just some things were expected. And yeah, people have different opinions. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know what you want me to say. Like, you asked me, I said no. If, you know, they felt like that, then, you know, that's, you know, their opinions. But, um, I mean... You know, we here. Definitely got to be better, though. So, um, locked in is, you know, a key in the playoffs. Joe, I don't know if you saw what Giannis said the other night about learning from experience. Yeah, I don't want to be that big of a deal um, like he was. So, I, I just wanted to know what you're taking out of the sum total of this year and if each year in the NBA is a step. What, what did you take from this step? Um... You know, like I, you know, recently just said before, I feel like, you know, mine is uh, more, you know, off the court and on the, on the court, you know. Um, just being disciplined uh, on both sides, you know, off the court, you know, making better decisions, you know, on the court, um, you know, being locked in, you know, even more. Um, being, you know, a leader of this team, you know, it pretty much, you know, start with me. So, you know, however... You know, I attack, you know, any situation, you know, I know, you know, my guys will follow. So, you know, I just got to be better, you know, in that area. All right. So 
You heard what John Moran said. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I did. <sighs> so, I'm fine in the West comment. I'm like, I don't understand why. You're not there. You're not in the postseason. Your team, and I want to, and I, I want to tell people this. Rebounding is all about effort. You don't need a big man to average 10 rebounds a game. You don't. Like, you need a big man to guard, to defend the rim so that these little guards do not get shots up. That's it. (laughs) Like, you see Luka average average a triple-double. You see even John Morant can get rebounds. Yeah. His size and statue. So, rebounding is a skill Effort, not a personnel thing. I just want people to know that. I agree. It's definitely effort and just energy. You have to have the energy to do that. That's not an easy thing. That's why LeBron, after having 20 and 20, was burnt out the next game. Right. Going back to Memphis. Exactly. Because it's a lot of work. Like, (laughs) rebounding, to have 20 rebounds in a game Mm -hmm. is not an easy task. (laughs) It's not easy. You got to fight dudes that's bigger than you. You got to fight. Uh, everybody. Right. Everybody's going for the same ball. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's work. And so you got to be willing to put that effort and expend that energy. You got to. Yeah. You got to, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You got to. But but never again. I hope that John Morant takes these steps to get better. And I want to preface this by saying, like, I do like Ja. I like Ja. I think he gives me kind of that that same feeling that AI did a little not to the same degree by any mm-hmm. means but of course there's a there's a similarity there style of play mm-hmm. the the appeal approach to the game like of course. all of that kind of stuff is very AI-esque mm-hmm. and so I do like Ja I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of immaturity there I think mm-hmm. there's room for growth though and I do mm-hmm. think he'll take the step the necessary steps to grow mm-hmm. um but like AI, I don't think he'll win a championship because I do believe that he would no first of all, nobody wants to go to Memphis. <laughs> I know that sounds Memphis is a great city, but nobody it wants looks, to play in Memphis. It looks good on paper. Yeah. Nobody wants to be there. That's like yeah. Detroit or even Cleveland at times. Or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like certain <laughs> places that you just know mm-hmm. it's hard to get players to Utah. Right. It's hard to get players to come there. Exactly. Portland. Dame is in the same situation. Right. So I think <laughs> the reality <laughs> is it's gonna be hard to get free agents to come there. I think Ja they're never letting Ja go unless no, I mean, uh unless he re- requested unless, a trade. Exactly. He requested a trade or whatever he's not Mm-hmm. I mean, he uh, players in the NBA have a lot more freedom than in the NFL, so mm-hmm. I won't say that he'll never leave, but because mm-hmm. John may be the type to get up out of there if right. the situation permits. Um, mm-hmm. So we don't know. He ha- we haven't seen him in that situation. No, um, and but in Memphis, in the West, Ja's definitely not fine. <laughs> I just wanted to say, that. <laughs> I mean, that's, you're not fine. There's six other teams that are better than Memphis. You're so not fine, like. <laughs> You gotta deal with go to state warriors. Uh-huh. You're gonna have to deal with the Lakers. You're gonna have to deal with the Suns. You're gonna have mm-hmm. to deal with Denver. You're gonna have to deal with the Mavs whenever they come back. No. Next year. I'm saying, I'm no. just saying, that's the team that you, that level of no. talent is a team that you're gonna have to deal with. 
No. If you're Memphis, regardless you're, of how you feel about the Mavs, they have enough talent to compete. They do. Exactly but, my but point. If, if, the West it, is competitive it, as hell. If, so it don't if. matter. You're talking about these teams. You're, you're jumping out the window talking about the Mavs. I'm not even a Mavs fan, and I'm supporting them like this. But I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. But, uh, but, you got to deal with them if you're Memphis. No, you, have to, you have to play mm-hmm. to what you – that's the team that you got to play against. You but saw it, how tight the race was. That's yeah. not going to stop, right? Anytime soon, it's not. Look at Sacramento. Look at Sacramento, for example. They came exactly. within within seconds to winning. Exactly. I mean, if if, if late third quarter, fourth quarter did not happen, they would have won that game. Steph, Steph had to drop fifty to beat them. Let's keep it keep that in perspective. Steph had to drop fifty I mean, to beat them. He did. So he did again. He did. That's what I'm saying. You're going to have to fight every single week. The West is not a joke. You're you, not in you the can East. You even add the Thunder in there. <laughs> yes, you can add the Thunder. They're going to get better. You can add Minnesota. You can add Minnesota. You can add, like, bro, it's stacked. Dude, the West is stacked from top to bottom. There's only two teams that I don't see a future for. And that's <laughs> San Antonio. Sorry, Jay. And Houston. Stop. Stop. You realize we need a Luca changer. A Luca franchise. I'm sorry. A Luca franchise changer on this team to get us back. How often do they come around? Rarely. Exactly. Rarely. (laughs) Exactly. In the draft, there may be. Maybe in the draft. Maybe. But. Maybe. But if, if we get that one player. We can come back. We got the players. Yeah, I we think just need have, a Luca franchise. You have a changer. team full of role players. Yes, if you get the right leader in there. Yes, it can change the game for San Antonio. We could. I agree with you, but it's not going to be an easy task, I'm and it's not, not going to be that. in the near future either. <laughs> Keep it a thousand. <laughs> Keep it a stat. Keep it a stat. I, I, look, look, <laughs> look, I always dictate this person on a year by year basis. I, I understand that Duncan, Robinson, Parker, and Genoma are not coming out of the woodworks anytime soon. No. I understand this is a process, and I get it by year, by year, by year. Now, if I say, okay, after 15 games, we're out of it, I say, you know what? We're out of it. Yeah. Okay, fine. I will set that. When we're out of, we were out of it for 20 straight games. When we, when we were on the 16 game win, losing streak that one, that one time, mm-hmm. I say, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. I never talked about them ever again. I get it. Uh, until um until the off season. Until yeah. three weeks ago I talked about their off season. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? Fine. Fine. I can accept that. But these teams here, like you can ex- you could exclude the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because Luca needs help. Luca has help. I'll say that. You take Kyrie off that team, he has help. I think losing Jalen Brunson was huge, though. I don't think they. Look I what Jalen Brunson is doing now. Jalen Brunson is cooking in New York. Shout out to Jalen <laughs> Brunson. I'm, I'm a huge Jalen Brunson fan. Um, but I really, I think when they lost Jalen Brunson, mm-hmm. it changed the continuity of that team. Like it he did. fit in perfectly. He did. Mm-hmm. And then. Like, just think if they had Jalen Brunson and then you add Kyrie. That God, that team looks uh, different. That team looks different. Uh, yeah, it looks a lot different. So that's what I mean. Uh, personality, like, personality-wise, is 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 a little iffy. Yeah, you never know. But mm-hmm. the point is, 
you gave away some very, very key role players when you mm-hmm. went to go get Kyrie as well, along with losing yeah. Jalen Brunson in the offseason. It's a lot of it's a lot of pieces that don't necessarily fit with this new look. Mm-hmm. So they got to figure that out. I think Luke and Kyrie is a great centerpiece to start. Mm-hmm. But you have to build those defensive pieces because those are two players who aren't the greatest defensively. They're not. They're not. They're not horrible. They're not. But they're, they're not. not the greatest. No. And, it, like, they're, you just got to take that into account and build your team accordingly. Mm-hmm. So they're not far. They're not far. Saying. They're not further. They're not that far away. From Memphis. Yeah. From Memphis. Memphis needs needs a lot of help. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, Memphis is going to have to fight. Mm-hmm. I don't know what mm-hmm. they need because it seems like they just need structure. They need a leader. It starts I, with the coach. It does start it starts with, the with the coach. Because there's certain things that you just don't do. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, dog. Like, playing with LeBron, LeBron is one of those. <laughs> yeah, the next game I'm giving you 20 and 20. You got to deal with that. <laughs> For the first time, I'm going to re- break a record on your head. And then, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, if, like, hey, hey, it's I, certain players that you don't play with. I don't care how old they are. Leave them alone. Michael Jordan at 38, I'll never forget this. I watched this with my own young eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, he was on the Wizards at 38 years old. <laughs> I remember the Wizards played the Pacers, run our tests, blocked his shot. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan took that personally. He ended up with 35 points in Golly. the game at 38 years old. Oh my God. I witnessed it with my own eyes. Age doesn't matter in Age the sport. Age does not matter when you're it really does not like that. matter in the sport. When you're really like that, age doesn't matter. No, it does not. I can go out here and give you, I can give you a game. I may be tired the next game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I may be burnt <laughs> all the way out. But at the end of the day, if you play with me, if you want to, I'm going to mm-hmm. put 40 on your head. And that's what they did. They put 40 on them. And now they got to live with that throughout the whole entire offseason. Yeah. And now, and now you look at it and say, um, back to John Moran's comments. Now you look at it and say, if does job take those, do we believe what, what he's going to say? I mean, I, I'm not a big John Moran fan. I like John Moran. I'm not a big fan of his. Yeah, neither am I. I like him, but yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of his. I'm a fan of, I'm a fan, right? Well, if you ask me, I'm a fan, of, I'm, a, I'm a LeBron fan. Yeah. As much as people dis- disrespect him, I love LeBron. Yeah. Like, through in and out. Mm-hmm. So, when Dylan Brooks went out and said, said his comments, I played them on the air two weeks ago. I said, so damn, you you cannot. You, we got to stop using the old term. I'm sorry, like 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 players like that. Yeah, like dude, and even bigger than the old game. That's why I appreciate how LeBron handled it mm. because you know who's talking. If this is, let's just say Steph or Kyrie, mm. LeBron is going on uh <laughs> on his little barbershop show. <laughs> And he gonna say all this stuff. He right. gonna say everything that you, everything, everything that you want him to hear. If mm-hmm. somebody that's at his caliber of playing, mm-hmm. Des, uh, uh, Dylan little Brooks. boy, Dylan, Dylan little Dylan, right? Little uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dylan should not be speaking on LeBron James. He should not be speaking on anybody mm-hmm. that has won a championship. To be totally honest, four championships. You don't you how many MVPs? Come on, bro. Come on, bro. 
I mean, like you gotta respect somebody who's in your field and is that accomplished. The mm-hmm. leading all-time scorer, sir. The all-time leading scorer. I just want to put that in perspective, Dylan. Little Dylan. Memphis, Memphis, I mean, they Dylan, have, Dylan, Dylan it's one thing to, yeah, check. it's one thing to not be intimidated by greatness. That's mm. a whole nother conversation. Mm. And I, I did respect that part. It's like, I don't respect nobody till they give me 40. Okay, mm. cool. That's mm. fine. That's an isolated point. <laughs> but when you're speaking on one of the greatest players to ever play this game, top mm. two, if you ask me, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to have that debate, but. Top two, if you no, ask me. Don't don't have that debate because you're gonna piss a lot of people off. I mean, at this point, it's yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Pick pick your oh, poison. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Because they they in the same caliber. Mm-hmm. Just keep it real. Um, yeah, of course, yeah. But I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? <laughs> you you were saying about um, what Dylan Brooks is great. In, uh, yes, semi greatness is. Yes, you have to respect greatness on yeah. a certain level to that's, the point where you don't. OG. Yeah, that's an OG. When you step into the presence of somebody who is that accomplished, you have to mm. respect that. You got to. Just, just, you may not be intimidated, but mm. you have to respect it because the moment you don't, they're going to make an example out of you. And that's exactly what LeBron did. That's what he did. That's exactly what he did. That's what he did. It happens every time. It never he fails. Help. He had help. He had help in, in between. We saw what LeBron did to Paul Pierce. Golly. And that was a peer. It literally took him out. That was one of his peers. It literally took him out. It literally took him out of the game. <laughs> it literally, it literally, I'm just saying. It literally took him out. I'm just saying. There's a resume there. There's a resume there. You know the person. You thought he was about to let the Lakers lose this series. I don't care if the Lakers do nothing else in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That series, because y'all talked, y'all ran y'all mouth. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's over. Y'all going to the crib. Yeah, and and the crib they are they are in living in, <laughs> and Dylan Brooks needs a rally check. I just think he needs some time to get off that team because he wasn't working well with that group. I think, ironically, this is gonna sound a little crazy. He might fit with the Knicks. Oh my god. He you might get, fit with the Knicks. You gotta get rid of Josh Josh Hart off that team. Josh Hart. I mean, he's a defender. He he's a defender. He's a, he's better than Dylan Brooks defensively. I think Dylan Brooks has a little bit of that, like that energy that mm-hmm. feeds that would feed a team like the Knicks, because they're young. They have this energy. Mm-hmm. They it's like it fits with the city. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he, it, it. I feel like he could be a fit somewhere mm-hmm. like that. I'm not saying specifically the Knicks, uh, but yeah. Somewhere that actually their identity is that style of play. Mm. Um, That's interesting because I, I was wondering if he could fit on one of the bad teams. Maybe I hate to, I hate to say San Antonio, but no, Houston. Houston's looking for leadership. Well, the Houston's looking for a lot of things. And Dylan is not a leader; he's a talker. There's no, a difference. I, That's the difference between him and Draymond. Damn, <laughs> that, 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 this is going to be a tough off season. It is. It definitely it's is. going to be tough because I because I, most of these teams are going to younger, more more like more. What was that word? Experienced players, mm-hmm. and so I so it's going to be tough. So somebody's going to be it's going to be grace. Someone has to have grace. Yeah, I, I wonder. I mean, 
I think he'll get another opportunity. Yes. But it might be a minute. It might be a minute because I yeah. think people have such a bad taste in their mouth when it comes to Dylan Brooks because right. you talk so much and you don't produce. Exactly. And that's that's a major issue. Mm-hmm. If you're going to talk, you have to produce. Yeah. That's in general. Like, <laughs> you have to produce. produce. You have to be. <laughs> he needs to work on that shot. You need to work on everything. <laughs> you need to work on everything. <laughs> I just, I really do think that he, there's potential there. I don't want to just totally kill him, right? No, don't. There is potential. And I think that if he gets his game and focuses more on the game and less talk, Mm -hmm. he will build himself in a position to be able to talk. Right. Is that simple? That's that's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. That's an excellent point. But enough of that. Um, get into that free to talk later. Uh, but the matchup tonight. Yeah. And throughout the, reg- the rest of the series. Man, I'm excited for this one. I don't care about the result. Ironically. I, of you course I want my team to win. Result. Of course I want my team to win, but okay. this just feels good. Okay. This matchup. Like, okay. Steph and LeBron. It's always a good time. It's always mm-hmm. classic moments. Like, heavyweight fight. Heavyweight fight. This is dog versus dog. Mm hmm. And Steph is a younger dog. Right. So you're going to have a little bit more energy. <laughs> I'm just keeping mean, it a buck. The Lakers, a, the Lakers are in a tough position because right. the two stars, one is injury prone and one is older. Mm-hmm. That's why they can't string together two games together where they're mm-hmm. actually playing lights out ball. Right. It's hard to do that when you got right. somebody who's injury prone and you mm-hmm. have an older superstar. Mm-hmm. It's just the reality. And so, do I think that they can win this series? Absolutely. Do I think they will? I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm going to say this. Okay. For the Lakers standpoint, you have Austin Reeves. You have D'Angelo Russell. If D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves play like they played in that Memphis series, it's going to be a problem for the Warriors. Absolutely. Um, LeBron, I, I yes, older, yes. He, I, I do think that this, these four days off were, were crucial, mm-hmm. especially for Anthony Davis because you, you're going to go there. He injures foot, he injures knee. Yeah, I think he had, he uh, he had blood on his face. He always got some. You, you got it. There's a list. There's a list of injuries that that he has. It's always a list. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real as a Laker fan. I'm sick of Anthony Davis. I like I have a love hate relationship with Anthony Davis, dude. But he like, but he protects the rim. He does. He definitely does. But I feel like every time, like bro, I ain't never seen nobody that big fall this much. He falls a lot. Like, like you is bad. Oh, his- I feel like he's clumsy or something. Like I feel like he's just doofy. Like he- <laughs> doofy. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's, I do dig. I do dig that. 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 I yeah. love Anthony. Like again, I, I, I have a love hate relationship with that. I do like, dig that he's a little doofy because <laughs> because uh, you can't tell me that that <laughs> I saw an injury one time where he uh, where he just went down. I think he scored a basket, and all that six ten weight came down on the ground. And he, and he started to hold his pack. And I'm like, that wasn't a hard of a fall that you made. <laughs> That wasn't it's hard. Never a hard fall. I'm like, I'm like, most guys will pop back up. 
I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I ain't never seen nothing like this before. Sometimes I gotta laugh to keep from crying because I feel like he's just one play away from from calling it. Yeah, from like that's <laughs> a wrap. You don't have anybody else that defends the middle. You no, you have don't. a Mo Bomber and Wayne Gabriel. Those guys are not defending anything. They're not. They're undersized for that position. I, mm-hmm. I mean, regardless, I do think this is a team that Anthony Davis can win possessions against because they yes. don't have like they don't have nobody that can really defend him. They really don't. Like they, to they, be to be honest, don't. Like, they don't. But uh, him and LeBron should have a field day. They should. But you know what, you know what's gonna happen is, you know, what the King, what the Kings exploited in that series is that the Kings were, were where they would get to the paint easily. Yeah. And so that's why they scored a lot of points. The Kings yeah. were able to get to the point easily. Is the Lakers, not saying the Lakers will get to the paint. If yeah. they do get to the paint, I do think that it, it favors the Lakers more than the Warriors. I think because we play a lot of driving kick. Mm-hmm. Drive and kick is like our bread and butter. Right. Drive and kick and pick and roll. But you, it's that. Like, it's very mm-hmm. simple. Our offense is very, very simple. You know who's, who's got to hit uh, outside of, of Russell and Reeves? Jerry Vanderbilt's going to hit shots. He's got to hit, shot. hit shots. He's got to he hit, hit shots. He hit a lot of them. <laughs> he, he, he hit, hit a lot, lot of them, them in like the later part yeah. in the series. Yeah. So I know he's capable. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. So the thing about it, it's a toss up. Because these teams are very, very yeah, it, it evenly tough, matched, to be honest. Because tough, they're skilled in ways that the Lakers aren't skilled. Mm, We're skilled tough. in ways that they're not skilled. So right. it's just, it's a give and take. Somebody's right. got to win battles. Exactly. And it's a it's a matchup of battles, which is why I love this matchup. Right. I'm, I like, it's probably I my, I'm more excited about this than I am about Philly and Boston. Really? Um, I am. Because I think that. Wow. What I can't I take that back now. But okay. initially before the series started. Okay. I was more excited about this series than I was for the in Boston because I thought Boston was the team to beat in the East. Okay. All right. I didn't really have I was like Philly that Joel and beat is out. Okay, whatever. Like right. it's I see what type of time it is. It's about mm-hmm. to be I got Celtics and six. Celtics um, and six. And now I'm I looking see. at it like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. We got a series. We got a series. I'm still going to say Celtics is six. I do think the Celtics will bounce back. I, I mean, I think they'll bounce back, but I do think that this could easily go seven. Easily. It could. Because I think it there's going to come, like, again, everything is, game two is crucially important for me. Mm. Because if they come back and they're doing what they did the other night, I think, I think, I think game, I think what happened, they had the game up until the last three minutes. The last three minutes of the game. I, I think if Boston played like a days ago, the last three minutes, mm-hmm. I mean, then, then it, it could be over in like in five. That's one of the best games I've seen from James Harden mm-hmm. in years. Right. So are you going to get that again? Are you going to see that same uh, James Harden again? If, if Embiid is out, Tomorrow night, then, then I do think that it's going to be another game like that. Yeah. Um, I do think this is the closest they are to a championship. 
Oh, the Sixers. Yeah. The Sixers, Mm. this is the closest. Because the moment they beat Boston, Mm -hmm. it don't matter who come out of that Miami, New York series. Golly. The winner of this series will be in the finals. Okay. Well, it could be the same Sixers. You never know. So, you never know. You never I mean, know. I have Boston in the finals. I want, you know. I have Boston in the finals too. And, and I was going to say Milwaukee, but Milwaukee failed on me. I never was picking Milwaukee. No, I, I never had faith in Milwaukee. I feel like they were, they were missing something. It wasn't the same team that from the championship year. You mean to tell me that, that they have Jay Crowder. They have Giannis. They Jake have Brook Lopez. Play. Yeah, he didn't play. So, but he should have played. He should have played. You can't he, do shoulda, woulda, coulda. He didn't yeah. play. <laughs> but they they messed that up. And yeah. I blame and I blame Coach Bud on that. Further is my point of why I never had faith in Milwaukee. <laughs> you just oh, literally, literally Coach Bud. You literally you don't further think, my you don't point. believe in Coach Bud. I didn't believe in the decisions that he was making during the regular season when he came to Jay Crowder. Really? I know what Jay Crowder can do. Yes. I've seen his capabilities, and if you're not using that, what mm. are you doing? To be honest. He was. I'm just being honest. He I was, didn't have faith when it got closer to playoff time. He was banking on three defensive guys, Giannis, Brooke Lopez, and Drew Holiday. And sometimes you can throw at Grayson Allen. I'm not even throwing Chris Middleton because this honestly was his worst defensive performance yeah. in the whole entire series. Yeah. And he's not even a defender. Yeah. He's trying to be something that he's not. And he lost his identity. When I, when I saw Chris Middleton in, in that, in, in that last game of the season, I said he lost it. He doesn't for know you, who he is anymore. For you to allow Jimmy Butler to score damn near a hundred points in two games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need help. <laughs> they have help on the bench. They and had Jay Crowder and on the bench. And that's what I mean. They that had, is my point. They man. had, but that's my whole Phoenix, point. but Phoenix in 2021 made the finals because of Jay Crowder. Not because of Booker or Chris Paul or DeAndre Ayton, because of Jay Crowder. You Jay Crowder was hitting threes. <laughs> Jay Crowder was defending. You do know you're arguing my point. Yes, I'm arguing your point. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> I just I want, your point. Yeah. We're on the yeah. same team. Yeah, okay? we're on the same team. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, we are. <laughs> I, 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 I think you, them not utilizing Drake, Jay Crowder is the reason why they're not in the playoffs right why now. That's home. why they're not playing. The, and they're at home right now. That's why they're not playing the Knicks right now. Uh, they should be. They're at home right now, Gabe. Like, I, like, you can't tell me seven free agents on that team. Outside of Kevin Love and Jimmy Butler uh, and Ben Alabayo. I, I was like, bro, y'all really about to let this man score nine, a hundred points <laughs> in two games on y'all. <laughs> like, I just couldn't wrap my mind around it. Like, Jimmy was yeah. getting to the basket so easy. He was. Like, he was. it was like no resistance. I'm like, what? <laughs> Is this the playoffs? Like, what are we doing? You got Brooke Lopez? Was Brooke Lopez in the game? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, Giannis, like, wh- where is everybody? Wait, <laughs> hold on. You got two seven footers on the in the game, including Giannis. Like, what the? And what are we doing? Jelly in his way to the <laughs> glass. Like, dog, are you serious? J- and this is Jimmy Butler. Like, I'm- Jimmy Butler is a dog. Don't get it twisted. Right. He is capable right. of that. Right. We've seen it before. Right. He did it to us <laughs> in the finals in the bubble. I mean. 
He almost single handedly y'all had an answer. Yeah, y'all we had, had an answer for him. But single-handedly, he kept mm-hmm. them around. He kept he them did. present. So I've seen what Jimmy Butler is capable of. He mm-hmm. is a superstar. I don't want to yes. hear nobody debate that no more. No. He's a superstar. No, He's more of no a superstar one, no than Kawhi Leonard is, if we being honest. But nobody want to have that talk. We'll say that no, for another day. No, we'll say that. Because uh, <laughs> I, I went off on Kawhi last week. Yeah, he's it, more it, of a super. It, it, Jimmy it, it, Butler is more of a superstar than Kawhi Leonard. He plays every game. He plays every game. He plays game. every game. He does exactly what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. He is very, mm-hmm. like him and Dame are like my two, not favorite, but like they're two players that I put in very, very high regard in this league. Mm-hmm. They, they're dogs. That's the bottom line. They hoop. That's what they do. That's what they know. They don't give a damn about nothing else but hooping. And I respect that on a high, on the highest level. You gotta have society, um, you gotta have basketball society to hoop too. Yeah, exactly. You gotta have it, you gotta have that. Yeah, like, that's basketball culture at its finest, mm-hmm. those two players. Um, and so, you don't see players like that with that dog in them that really grind it out and, you don't, and just ball. You don't mm-hmm. see players like that come every day. You, you know, you know, uh, you know, I don't think you'll ever see that ever again. And, and we had this conversation before, but I don't think we'll ever see that again. I think Anthony Edwards would be the last person mm-hmm. that has that dog in yeah. him. Because the culture I, of basketball is just different now. It's different. It's very and, different. And you talk about failure. I referenced this like 30 minutes ago about the Boston Bruins, the hockey team. Yeah. That winning all those, I think they won 60 games in the regular season. Yeah. And they lost in the uh, first round. <laughs> Speaking of failure, I want to hear what Giannis has to say about failure, and we'll, we'll go talk about failure on the other side. Then we'll talk. We'll regain our Lakers and Warriors picks. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh my God. Uh, just for you, I, I think to in the fourth quarter, you're one of nine. Um, what were you seeing in the fourth quarter offensively, and kind of what led to your struggles? <sighs> Boldy not going. Simple as that. Um, got to my spot. Um, you know, I wasn't able to make uh, shots. That's pretty much it. You know, if if I'd made the shots, it'd be a different case. Um, and then at the free throw line, ten of twenty three tonight. Uh, we haven't seen you struggle like that from the free throw line in a long time. Just what was going on at the line for you tonight? Same. Didn't win it. Same routine. Shot the ball. Um, and just miss. You know, some days you make it, some days you miss. Um, today was one of those days. I just asked Bud the exact same question, but I'm curious for you. Do you view this season as a failure? <sighs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, because I'm not that up. We, you asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay, uh, do, you get, do you get a promotion every year? On your job, no, right? So every year you work is a failure, yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, um, provide a house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success, you know. And if you've never, I don't, know, I don't want, to, I don't want to make it personal. So there's always steps to it, you know. Um, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championships. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? 
Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful, some days you're not. Some days it's your turn, some days it's not your turn. And that's what sport is about. You don't always win. Some other, other people is going to win. And this year, somebody else is going to win. Similar as that. We're going to come back next year, try to be better, try to build good habits, try to um, play better, not have a 10-day stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know, and we, we were able to win one. Hopefully we can win another one. You know, I, sorry that I didn't want to make it personal because you asked me the same question last year, and uh, last year I wasn't in the, in the uh, right um, mind space to answer the question back. But I remember it. Next. Do you guys feel you – do you think you made enough adjustments? All right. So <clears throat> you heard Giannis talk about failure. He's right. He's right. There are steps to, to, to success. Um, I was looking at the dictionary. Failure means lack of success. That's what it means, right? Failure. So in my case, I would say this season for the Bucks was a failure. You didn't win a championship. You didn't get past the first round. <laughs> Believe it or not, Coach Bud kept you kept kept you grounded. He said, "I'm not going to use my guys. You rather use Pat Connaughton and Grayson Allen over Jay Crowder and Wes Matthews, <laughs> two defensive guys, two." <laughs> Two guys defensively. What are y'all doing? And you came from San Antonio. You were on the staff for 19 years. And what did Pop teach you? Pop taught you defense. He taught you defense. You have two guys. Actually, five. Well, actually, you know what? You got three defensive, all defensive, defensive teams. Mm-hmm. Lopez, Giannis, Drew Holiday. Heck, even Holiday said uh, on the podcast, um, different podcasts I was listening to, he may retire mm-hmm. at 34 years old. Which is He's natural. I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> Most of everybody don't play 20 years. No. If no. He, I mean, you want to win it? No. At the end of the day, Drew Holiday has been in this league since 05. Yes, yes. <laughs> really? That long? It may not, not be that long. long. I might have just guessed it. Okay. It might okay. be like okay. 07. Probably, probably somewhere so. in that gap, but he was yes. in that Kevin Durant, Steph Curry gap mm-hmm. somewhere, um, and one championship, and he got one chip. At this point in his career, what is he really playing for? Oh, he's just playing, just playing. Exactly. So if he want to retire, I understand that. Thirty four. Right. Everybody don't play twenty years. Right. That's not. I don't think he's thirty four years. I think. I think he was saying that uh, yeah. uh, when his two contract, two year contracts up, that he might consider it. Let me see how old Drew Holiday Yeah, go is. ahead. I'll, before I, And then I'll talk. But I'm like, okay. But that's, that's, in, in, if we take that and we put that in life, this place will go, will, will be reality instead of me, me, me. Hmm. Drew Holiday is 32. He was drafted in 09. So he was okay. with Steph. 32. He was okay, with Steph. So, yeah. okay. So he's got about two, you see, he said two years from now. 
mm-hmm. he may consider it. Because remember, his wife is a soccer player. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. His wife might be a little bit older than him. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so, and then I don't know if she's still in the USA team or not. That's interesting to me. Yeah, I don't know. But, but anyways, but uh, nonetheless, the point that was a failure. Um, like you, like Giannis said, there's steps to success, and unfortunately, that was like Giannis is right and wrong at the same time. Why is he? I want to hear the wrong part because he's wrong because yes, you failed. Like even a failure is a part of success. Failure is a step in success. Mm. You don't mm. get to success without failing. So you don't get to success without failure. Okay. So to me, yes, this is a step in the right direction, maybe, mm-hmm. but it's a failure nonetheless. So to say to answer the question like that is incorrect. But I I know the sentiment. Mm. The sentiment is correct. Yeah, like it's not a failure in my eyes because I don't choose to look at it like that. But mm-hmm. in reality, by definition, mm-hmm. it is failure. Mm-hmm. But it's a choice in how you choose to look at it. And that's, right. I mean, I get that from a player's perspective. Mm-hmm. But if I'm the organization, I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, dog, we failed. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 but he has to think like that. Right. He has to think like that right. in order to continue mm-hmm. because people get stuck in failure. And this is a little bit bigger than basketball at this mm-hmm. point. This conversation. That's like beyond the game. Yeah. We, get, we want to get bigger than, than, than the game. Yeah. I think that you, well, like I game, said, so. you don't get to success without failures. Mm-hmm. That's just natural. That's a part of the trajectory. You have to choose to look at those failures or those losses as lessons. Mm-hmm. In order to get you to your next destination, right? So he is correct in that sentiment, but mm-hmm. the part that he's incorrect about is to answer the question and say that no, this was not a failure because, in the literal sense, it was. <laughs> I mean, you had the number one team in the in, in, in the East, yeah. and everyone was fearing you every night. Even when he didn't play, uh, they were like thirty four and six when he didn't play. When he doesn't play, that's all time. Yeah, and so, and I'm like, damn. Because if you never fail, right, you never learn. You don't know the difference. It's like it always being sunny outside. Mm. You don't know what it's like to have rain. Mm. That's the difference. You can't appreciate the sunshine without the rain. Right. And that's the same thing. Mm. This is a rainy day. Mm. <laughs> this is this was a rainy day. Right. At the end of the day, in order to get to that sunshine, mm. there's going to be some days to where it's going to rain. Right. That's called the weather it changes <laughs> you got to you got to tell you know young re- people reality stuff exactly because it seems like it seems like they are fit, failing every day right mm-hmm. and they don't know how to be a success yeah and I, and I, and i want to take it and and what got me going is that the game itself okay you know, I watch these. I watch these games, and I watch people in real life shoot a basketball. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't start where where Steph Curry or Giannis or any of these players started. No, they don't. These jokers start at the three point line. These jokers start at mid court to get to 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 the point where you're going to kill somebody doing that. <laughs> You're gonna the, the ball. The, I mean, the ball is going to be. It is a straight air ball. You failed. Like even myself, when I picked up a basketball at 12 years old, yeah. I started 
at the front and the rim. I started making a layup. Yeah. And that's how my game evolved. And now I'm sitting out to the three point line because these kids want to shoot threes. And they just throwing the ball up. Like, they just don't. Oh yeah, of they're course. not even. There's no form. Of course, I, like, of course. Because I, I remember, <laughs> I I vividly remember like having to go to the gym. Like a part of my like practice was going up to the like mm-hmm. you know the little, on the block mm-hmm. and you shooting up against the glass right. and you actually working on your form, and your right. guide hand, and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yes, and so that's not happening today. That's, that's <laughs> they are not literally throwing the ball in the right. air <laughs> with no form. <laughs> It is horrible out there. It is it horrible is, out there. It is, it's bad. It, you want to, you want to, you want to tell them, but it's like it's like you're going to get pushed back. And you know this generation, right? They only see the shots going in. They only see it's like the Instagram effect, right? Right. <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> they only see the the glamorized version of. Mm-hmm. What those shots look like. But they don't see Steph Curry mm-hmm. in the gym for four hours shooting over 150 shots a day. Mm-hmm. They don't that see vid- that. Or that video of Steph Curry, you know, the, 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 the pre-game routine. Yeah. Like I think everybody, like whenever Steph Curry's in your city, you should go to his pre, you should go two hours, three hours before the game yeah. of how he trains. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never seen it. I want to go see it, mm-hmm. but I seen it on video. Yeah. I see how this player trains. Like he'll, he'll he'll shoot his shots three point line. He'll go inside and make his layups, uh, mid range shots, mm-hmm. and then to cap it off, he'll shoot something from the uh, <laughs> the other end of the basket. Yeah, it hopes to get it. And unfortunately, the video I saw it hit somebody. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it, happens. Yeah. it happens. It happens. But you know what I'm saying? Like they don't see the. LeBron go, after having a bad game, LeBron going into this, uh, I was about to say Staples, the crypto arena. Right, crypto arena. Still not, like no, it's maybe. still Staples to me, but anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going into the arena mm-hmm. at 2.30, the game don't start till seven. Damn. Damn. That's, that's how committed LeBron is. That's the difference. That's the difference. At like year you, 20. Exactly. So everybody understands once you mm-hmm. get to a certain level, and Giannis is correct. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the part that he's correct about. Mm-hmm. Everybody doesn't get to see right. the work that you put in to get to that success right. after you fail. Right. You know, you know. He's what? saying that from a perspective of somebody who's going to put in the work, who has put in the work. He has. And do you see videos where, where Giannis at every game, whether it's home away, mm-hmm. he's at the free throw line shooting his free throws. Yeah. At every game. Like, like literally, like, he's not avoiding the press. He's at the free throw line shooting free throws. That is his routine every game. Yeah. He knows. The- he knows his strengths and weaknesses like every great player does. Giannis mm-hmm. is great. Oh, yeah. I'm putting him in the great category. I don't use that word loosely because I know people use that loosely mm-hmm. right. in the NBA. I'm putting him in that category. He is great. Too. He will go down as one of the greater players to play the game. Mm-hmm. Period. I can see the. I can see it coming. Mm-hmm. He's in his prime right now. We're watching him at his highest peak athletically. Mm-hmm. But I, he will go down as one of the greatest players to ever play. Period. I would agree. At that size, at that speed, agree. at that to be able to do all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is different. It's not normal. Right. So again, I say that to say he knows what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. He knows. What his team around them, him is capable of, mm-hmm. 
and he's assessing that from a standpoint of somebody who knows what it takes to get to a finals and win. Yes. He gets the right to say that. Mm. Now, in a literal sense, yes, this season was a failure. Right. But you learn from and right. grow from the failure. Just and like anything else. I just want that. I just want that to his message to preach out to the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like we fail, but we, but we're going to come on the other side. Yeah. Like Giannis did. Giannis yeah. won a championship. Every I heard, I was reading this book called Relentless by, I believe his name was Tim Grover. I can't remember the name of the author. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that he, because he was a trainer for Michael Jordan. And, yes. Um, Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. all of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things he always mentioned was how Michael Jordan used to say, I learned more in the losses that I took when I was getting beat up by the Pistons mm. than I did when I was winning championships. Wow. You kind of get numb to wow. it at a certain point because wow. in those moments, wow. we loved the 96 Bulls, 97, 98, mm. 91, 92, whatever. We mm. loved those great teams that he won with, but mm. we forget about the 85 Bulls. Mm. <laughs> we forget about <laughs> – all of those teams, I was getting the brakes beat off of them right. by the Detroit Pistons and other teams. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get out of the East. Mm-hmm. So, again, he learned from all of those moments, which got him to that six, seven-year span where mm-hmm. they couldn't miss a finals, <laughs> except when he left the league. Right. When he left the league, that, yeah. it was f- fair game. So, again, that's again greatness recognizes failure in a different way. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you're not looking at this from a perspective of somebody who can reach greatness, Mm -hmm. you see failure as a failure. Mm -hmm. When you know what you're capable of and you know what your capabilities are, Mm -hmm. you see failure as a lesson. Mm -hmm. That's the difference between great Mm -hmm. and succumbing to the pressure. But And I I look at it as like today's (laughs) game and today's society, they use failure as – it's someone else's fault. You know what I'm saying? It can't. I mean, it's not. Yes. It, it, it's, it's like, true. Which it's is like true. a balancing effect. Because I, I, cause, cause you got, because I read stuff every day on the internet that, that kind of like furthers the point of failure. Like people can yeah. fail every day and it's like someone else's fault, but they don't own up to their failure. Like I can say, I can own up to mine, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure you can. And I know you can own up to yours. Yeah, but we can come on the other side. Yeah, and so, but uh, it's a, again, it's a belief in self, right? It's a belief exactly. in whatever higher power you say. You know what I'm saying? Like it's no, right. it's a certain level of belief that you have mm-hmm. to have, and faith that you have to have mm-hmm. that you're gonna make it. Of course, and the great ones have a have a unshaken, unbroken. Mm-hmm level of faith. That's right. all that you see. Giannis is no different. LeBron no. is no different. No. Michael Jordan, Kobe, no. D-Wade, all of, any, anybody that you see that plays at that high level, mm. they have an unwavering faith. Mm. It takes that to even get to the NBA or yes. to even get to some of these levels. That's the highest, yes. that's the pinnacle of basketball. Mm-hmm. So it take it took that to even get there. So all mm. of these players have a little bit of it, mm. but some players just have something different. Yes. And it's a mixture of God given ability and an unwavering faith. They do. They do. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. But we just got to see what happens moving forward mm-hmm. uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Yeah, I, I'm wishing them the best. I'm a, I love Milwaukee. Like I, I love the team. I do too. I love I, Giannis. Giannis is one of my favorite players. And I love and I um, love Coach and I and I love Coach Bud. You yeah. know, I'm blaming him for this season. I, I like love Coach, Coach Bud, Bud I, because he he is a realist coach. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, and so I, I, I like their team. Too. Their team is stacked. The team is. I like the team is stacked. But. Yeah. And they're going to be good for a while. Oh yeah, they're, yeah, gonna, they're going to dominate. The they're going to dominate the East. I mean, I think it's going to be Milwaukee and Boston and Philly. That's going to be my top three in the East. Yeah, and I mean, as long as they keep those teams together, and Philly probably needs a couple more pieces, maybe at, at uh, a certain point. Yeah, uh, it, it, it won't be. It won't be this upcoming off season, but yeah. I, I'm going to say next off season. Yeah. They need to find a way to keep James Harden there because I, I think James Harden found, found his calling. I think he's found his home. Yeah. Again, similar to mm-hmm. how it was when he was in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, when he first got there those first few years. Yeah. I think he's found his new role, mm-hmm. his new space because right. he, Philly don't need him to put up 50 points. <laughs> they didn't even need that last they night. They, they, didn't need they, that last they night. just won a victory and exactly. they got it. Exactly. It, so it's just all natural at this point. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's gonna, that series is so interesting to me. <laughs> the Philly and Boston is so interesting. That's why I said Boston is six because I feel like Boston's gonna Boston's gonna come back, and I feel like this is um, the series where I, I want to see Jason Tatum become who I know he's capable of becoming. He's your boy, Gabe. That's my dog. That's my dog, and I know, I know for an absolute fact that. He's on the brink of something great. Okay, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, about Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Do you put him in the superstar category? Because it just it just just popped in my head. Um, out of all the athletes we have talked about, I think he's on the brink of the superstar tag. Does he need to win a championship? No, but he needs to play well in the championship. Okay, because I will say, okay, a year ago. Uh, what was that? That was 2022. two years ago, twenty twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Yep. Um, we didn't see him turn into the star that we thought he would be when the lights were bright. Right? He played decent. He had some decent games. He had some moments, but we didn't see him become mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. dog that we mm-hmm. we saw that more from Jalen Brown than we did from him in that series against Phoenix. Okay. So I say that to say I need him to. Do what I know he's capable of doing, what everybody knows he's capable of doing. Mm -hmm. And we've seen it throughout the playoffs already. We've seen moments and flashes. We know what he's capable of. He is that level of star. But we just got to see it on the highest level. Mm -hmm. And so him getting to the finals and playing at his level gets him that tag. And if he plays at his level, probably that means they'll win. (laughs) I'm just being being real. (laughs) Like even yeah. when he puts up points, yeah. thirty nine points, forty points, fifty points. Yeah. I'm telling I mean, you, he's capable of doing that. Yeah, he's he's there. He mm. just has to do it on the big stage, and I think this is the opportunity for him to do it. Mm. Um, mm. Because, like I said, I think the winner of Philly and Boston will go to the finals. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, I, I like I said, my my money is still on Boston. I've, I I, I still got my money on Boston. I'm riding. I'm riding my pick out because I did pick them. <laughs> I, so I mean, I I mean, I, I feel like Embiid is going to come back. Uh, I don't think he's going to play tomorrow night, but I feel like he's going to play somewhere around the game three, game four ish. Yeah. Um, 
it, it, but they really need him down the stretch. They do. Um, to protect that rim because Boston, what they're lacking is rim protection. Yeah. Al Hofer's not going to protect the rim for you. He never would. Yeah. He, he never did. He <laughs> never did. That wasn't, never that was did. never his game. <laughs> no. That was never his game. Even uh, in Atlanta, like. No. No, in Atlanta, no. He, he, his role is, his, his role is different from Boston to Atlanta. Yeah. Like his role is more of a, more of a pickpock guy in Boston. In yeah. Atlanta, he wasn't that. He wasn't uh, that. Atlanta, he, uh, Atlanta, he was just, uh, he was just a low post guy. Yeah. Like I, I, that was, if you ask me, that was best, a fun team. Th- that was a fun team, but that was the best team in the 2010 through the 2019 era. I agree. I'm sorry. That's that. I mean, they didn't win a championship, but and neither did that, the Magic. Yes, that Magic team that went to the finals and lost to Kobe. I'll say 08 to 2010. Yeah, was, I think that was their window. Yeah, and honest. I mean, to be totally honest, mm-hmm. <laughs> if LeBron had another piece in Cleveland that year, yeah, that. Uh, 07. 07? Mm-hmm. No, nah, it wasn't 07. When the Magic went to go play the Lakers, that was 20. Uh, that's that was 2009. Uh, 2009. 2009 and That was bef- right before he left. No, no, that, that was, was right uh, before LeBron 09. left. 09. It was 09. Yeah, it was 09 because Boston, they played Boston the next yep. year in the finals. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that team, that Cleveland team, yes. they had one more star. And that was the Eastern Conference Finals. It was the Eastern Conference Finals. And LeBron played his ass off. He did. He did. He balled. He did. I think that we talk about LeBron. I wanted that LeBron and Kobe matchup. I think everybody mm-hmm. did. God. Everybody. We got robbed of That's that. unfortunate. We got robbed of that, that matchup. It's unfortunate that we never got to see that. We got robbed of that matchup in the finals oh because of Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was the difference. Dwight maker. Howard was dominating that back then, and I think he lost his edge back in 2016. When he left the Magic, he lost it. Yeah, like when he started going, and now he's playing in in Taiwan, whatever that. Yeah, yeah. but Dwight Howard is great. At yeah. the end of the day, he had so many years of greatness that mm-hmm. by the time he got he left the Magic, I was like, okay, whatever happens, happens. Like he, you know what I'm saying? Like he was so dominant mm-hmm. for a long time, and he at was. that time, we hadn't seen a player mm-hmm. at that position that be that dominant, right? Um, since Shaq, right? I mean, and now and now we got now we got Joel Embiid, and now we got Jokic. Yeah, um, who else do we got? That's about I mean, it. That's it. That's pretty much it. Wow. wow. As, as it. far as bigs go. Yeah. And it, we, we, like I said, those are the two that that are going to be relevant for a long time. Yeah. Um, uh, we will never see a big like that ever again. No. I think a lot of these players that are that uh, at that height are going to be playing up top. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of pick and pops. Mm. You're going to see a lot of shots like a like a lot of. Pretend Dirk shots. Yeah. For example. <laughs> That's a fact. But yeah, I'm so I'm still upset that we got robbed of that LeBron and Kobe matchup mm-hmm. in the finals. Um because well, the teams were built very similar. They um, were. The um, Lake the Lakers that year and that Cleveland team. They were mm-hmm. built pretty similar. They were. Um and it would have been a an incredible mm-hmm. finals. I don't even care who would have won that. I just hate that we got robbed of it. Damn, that's that's uh Saw the way fought. No, it's okay. He's all the wise Howard's fault. He, he, he won't own that too. But uh, <laughs> no, he won't own that too. But, but yeah. But before we leave, 
what do you think about the Lakers and the Warriors? Um, we picking? What we, we doing? Uh, well, we could pick. You gonna pick? Yep. All right. Um, never picking against my Lakers. <laughs> yeah, I'm never doing that. Just, Lakers. just, I'm not doing it. <laughs> you should. I'm not. You um, should be honest with your. Be honest with your. That's hate, by the way. <laughs> that sounds that's like hate. hate. That sounds like hate. That's hate? Why? <laughs> that sounds like hate. Because you said nah. Because <laughs> you, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I've been around you long enough to know what you're doing. Right? Um, you know me way too well. After going, 40 plus episodes, you know me way too well. There's a lot of shade in that. Um, <laughs> shade yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, um, I'm going to go Lakers in six. I got Lakers in six. I think that their ability to get to the basket is going to become a problem for the Warriors. Okay. Um, okay. Because they're going to have to – eventually it's going to make a lot of room for the Austin Reeves and um, – Russell. Russell and uh, Vanderbilt to Vanderbilt start knocking down shots. Mm-hmm. Um, because once – LeBron gets a full head of steam. It's going to be hard to defend, and I don't think Andrew Wiggins is the one that's going to be able to defend that. Yeah, I was just, I was just thinking um, about that. Yeah, the matchups for LeBron and him being the best player on the floor, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they favor LeBron a lot. Mm-hmm. To be totally honest, even more so than other Warriors teams in the past. Right. Um, and I just think LeBron just handles things different when it comes to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows right. who this team is. He knows this mm-hmm. rivalry. He knows this, mm-hmm. the identity of this team. Right. They're not going away. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to fight them every right. game. Right. They're going to knock down shots. They're going to do all of the stuff. Mm-hmm. They know and LeBron knows. And I think LeBron being just that great mm-hmm. is going to play a massive role in this series. Um, and I think Lakers winning six. And I think the Warriors are gassed. That's another Warriors factor. Warriors are gassed. I think they're tired because they just went – Seven games with a Sacramento team who yes. also runs a lot, just like them. <laughs> hmm. The reason why Sacramento didn't win this series is because of their youth. Their, their youth yeah. showed up. Their, their youth, youth showed up, up in that third and the fourth quarter. Yeah. They and, showed up. They and started. that's the difference. And I, I truly don't think that this Warriors team is as talented as they were a year ago. Um, I don't. I, I mean, I've been watching them. They're very inconsistent. Um. I do think they, I mean, they have the similar pieces, pretty much the same team, but it's just a difference in mm-hmm. the way that they play right now. Right. Um, and it's been that way since the end of the season. Um, so that's how they ended up where they ended up. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, um, I do think that it's going to be a fight, but I do have Lakers in six. Oh, God. I have to disagree with you. Now go and get your hate off. Hey, I have to, I have to, I have to disagree with you, Gabe. This I understand. Is, this is unbelievable, bro. I understand. Uh, wow. I get it. I'm not an opposing. Oh uh, wow, this I, is I interesting, man. Um, oh wow. Oh my gosh, this is tough. Um, well, I'm going to say Warriors to six. The reason being is because. Even though the Warriors are gassed, not old, gassed, I feel like, I feel like Kayvon Looney is going to take them wherever they need to go. 
Kayvon Louie is going to, going to average a, 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 a 10 rebounds in this series. And I say this because he's not going to defend the rim. It's just that when the Lakers miss the long shots, if they, if, if Clay Thompson finds a way or Andrew Wiggins finds a way to defend LeBron on when LeBron tries to drive to the basket, Andrew Wiggins will guard him, but Clay has to help. Clay does not help. And so if Clay helps off his man, then, or if Kayvon Looney grabs 10 rebounds in this series, I do think the Warriors win this series. <laughs> so many ifs. <laughs> you, you, you're talking about things that we've seen before, right? This is not a team that we've seen defend But you LeBron. just said they're different. They, they are they're different. They're different this, this season. They are different. You know what's going to kill kill them? The road. Going to Crypto Stadium. I almost said Staples. The Cripple Stadium is going to – I don't care what Steve Kerr says. When Steve Kerr said, oh, it's a different playoff, then I got what he's saying. But, Steve, you remember you, you went 11-30 and 30 on the road this season. Yeah. You lost to worst teams on the road. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, both of these teams aren't traveling very far. It's just like not. It's just they're like not. Sacramento and the Warriors. Like, you're not, not going very far. So they're not. You're on the same time zone. Everybody – it's a – it's a very even playing field. That's why I'm, sh- I'm very excited for the series, like they- I said earlier, because it's very evenly matched across the board. The Lakers are better in ways that mm. the Warriors are deficient and vice versa. Mm. The difference is the Lakers are playing better defense than they ever have. You know what? You're right, and that's what that's my concern. My concern, it, the re- that's the reason why I have the Warriors at six, because I feel like I feel like if it gets about a game four, fourth quarter in the game four, I think the Warriors have it. The Warriors will understand defensively what the Lakers are uh, preaching out. That is very, very, very optimistic. Yes. Because the reason why I say that is because, like I said, the Lakers have been playing the best defense that they've played in a couple years. (laughs) Just being honest. Just a couple of years. (laughs) The Lakers, this is some of the best rotational defense, right, Mm -hmm. that I've seen from them in a while. Mm -hmm. So, again, the honestly, it's going to come down to making shots for the Warriors because they always – it's usually always what it comes down for them. They're capable of making shots. They're capable of making shots, but they're also capable of missing them. So, again, like – Steph, the other night, not before the, the before the closeout game, he was like what? He was uh, he was, was like nine for twenty or something. He was nine like for twenty one. Yeah, it was something something yeah, like he that. Was nine for twenty one. So that's my point. Yeah, you you have to account for all of that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be games where they're not going to be hitting shots. There's going to be games where mm-hmm. LeBron is gassed and he's tired. He's 38 years old. <laughs> there's going to be there's a lot of different variables. You had four days off. And your traveling was in distance, so you're not traveling yeah. far, so you shouldn't be tired at all. Yeah, it's not like they're going to Memphis in a totally different time zone. I mean, Anthony, oh, thank God, Anthony Davis was was preaching. He yeah. was saying, he was saying, thank God, I don't have to go to Memphis. Yeah, so I don't have to sacrifice thirty minutes. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or I, I don't have to play thirty minutes. Yeah, I I just think that the Lakers have a lot of things in their favor, and defense is one of them. 
Um, okay. And that's why I picked them in six versus the Warriors. I, I mean, again, it's a toss up, but I think the series regardless will be over in six games. Yeah. I don't see it going seven. But that, it can, that's gonna be tough. There's potential, but I don't that, see it going seven. That's gonna be tough because I feel like if it goes seven, I favor the Lakers. Yeah. I favor, uh, you know, because I think LeBron has something to prove more than Steph. Easy to say or not. LeBron has more to prove than Steph does. LeBron has more to prove against the Warriors than okay, Steph does I mean. against LeBron. To okay, be that, totally I mean, honest. That, that makes sense. LeBron, because to me, the, the Warriors beat the brakes off of LeBron and them. For a lot of years, they won one. LeBron won one out of what four? He won one out of four championships. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah yes. Again, like it's not his fault because you playing against a damn super team, <laughs> super super team. Like you got KD, Steph, one out of, Clay. Yeah, one out of four. You're right. Yeah. So to even be there all four of them years tells me a lot. <laughs> That's greatness. But I, I do think. To the eyes of the masses, LeBron does have more to prove against the Warriors than Steph does against him because Steph has beat him a few times. And he will prove that. He will prove that in this series. And I feel, and whatever happens in this series, he'll still, he'll still go for 25, 30 points. Yeah. And I'm talking about LeBron. Yeah. LeBron will go for that. Easy. Easy. Easily. But he won't have the help. As long as Vanderbilt's hitting shots, Russell, and I'm not even going to deep deep dive into their bench because we're not expecting it. This is not a bench series. Mm-mm. If I if I were to divide, dive into their bench, I'm giving the Warriors bench because I feel like Poole will come off the bench and give you something. Poole is a – how he plays determines the series for me. Yes. He, he, he struggled the last three games in that series. Exactly. Against the Kings. Exactly. And – the Lakers are not the Kings. I'm just be honest. There's experience no. there. There's no. There's a lot of just athleticism there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's different. Mm-hmm. It's different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that because of the experience of both teams, both teams are very experienced. It's not a te- these are not teams that mm-hmm. um, nobody has wins that battle. Right. Nobody really wins that battle. It's gonna be tough. Um, yeah, it's gonna be, it's tough gonna be difficult. It's gonna be a battle. And I'm very, very excited for this. I can't wait to watch it tonight. I can't can't wait wait. to watch it either. I've been watching a lot of it, a lot of it, and that's why I'm able to, you know, dive into it Mm -hmm. and talk about it fully. Yeah. Um, You know, like I said, and also I think the key would be the coaching too. Yeah. Um, How does Steve Kerr adjust? Uh, Better yet, Darvin Darvin Ham. I think Darvin Ham has more to prove because Darvin Ham is a rookie head coach. Who has never been, he's been, he's been in this situation, but as an assistant, it's different between the assistant and the head coach. The assistant, you don't, you're you're scouting teams, Mm -hmm. but in the head coach, you have to adjust. You have to come into the office and tell your assistants, you're adjusting to this. Mm -hmm. And I did see that the Warriors in in game seven that I watched, Mm -hmm. I did see the Warriors play zone. So I think if the Warriors, Andrew Wiggins is so long. He's so long though, but he's skinny so long. But he he's he's physical. He started he picked up the pace around game 5 for me. Mm-hmm. Game 1 and game game 1 and game 4 I, I don't think he had it. 
Yeah. All that time he missed. Uh, he was just trying to regain his time yeah. back. But I think it, through game five, through game seven, he, he brought it together. We saw the last year's Andrew Wiggins. And you may get that in moments and flashes. But he, I don't I still think he's I don't see on him own. I don't think he's he'll give you that this entire series. No. I don't think he'll give you that no. Andrew Wiggins that we're used to seeing for an entire series. I don't think he's capable no. of that right he's at this not. moment. He's not. So that bodes in the favor of the Lakers. Because right. if he was, now right. you got a problem on your hands. Yeah. Because you got a lot of players to defend that you gotta respect. And you still gotta respect them, don't get it twisted. But even on they the defensive end, his ability to move, his range of motion would be more mm-hmm. of a factor. So my my crucial mistake would be Draymond guarding LeBron. Oh, that would be horrible. But we've seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> Last time that happened, I'm pretty sure LeBron dropped 50. Oh, he probably did. He did. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because you got to understand, you got to protect, you got to, Draymond is to communicate on defense. He is. You got to protect not only the rim, you got to grab the rebound, the long rebounds. And I feel like he can grab the long rebounds. He's not going to grab the rebounds inside. Kayvon Looney is going to grab the rebounds inside. Draymond's going to grab the longer rebounds. And who wins that battle, Anthony Davis or Kayvon Looney? Anthony Davis. Exactly. And because I feel as much as Anthony Davis is fragile, he's not going to, he's, he's going to hold up. Yeah. If Anthony Davis holds up, mm-hmm. they're winning the series, like you said. Yeah. But the reason why I chose the Warriors is because of how this series is going to trajectorize. I feel like I feel like they're going to split, and then once it gets to Game Four, I think the Warriors are going to have. They're going to know this team. Mm-hmm. This is the team that this is not the LeBron that you saw uh, from Cleveland. Yeah, this is the team that. They have a little bit of help. Now, mm-hmm. granted, uh, Austin Reeves is going to show his younger self at times. And he at does. Times. He does. I mean, he does. But he's consistent. He's probably the most consistent player on the Lakers. Yes. I mean, just being totally honest, like, I can, I can pretty much count on him for at least 15. 15 like, points? I can usually count on him for at least 15 points. What about D'Angelo Russell? D'Angelo Russell is... He matured. He's matured a lot, and a his lot. game is matured. Yep. I think I've he's he's falling into this space where he's just comfortable. Mm-hmm. But there is a level of inconsistency with shot making, which mm-hmm. he's always been a streaky shooter. He, but he, when he knocks him down, he'd be knocking him down. He'll like, be a decoy in this series. Potentially, yeah. He'll be a decoy. Potentially. Um, he has to... Yeah, that that's and your bench is going to be tested. Definitely, Rui. Oh yeah, he got to oh, yeah. show up. He got to show up. This, this matchup, they don't have, and I can say this, they don't have a matchup for Rui when he comes off the bench. Mm-mm. They don't like, <laughs> like, like you can throw a Kamigan on him. You can throw um, Moses Moody, but those guys haven't played a lot. Moses yeah. Moody has played a lot than Kaminga. Mm-hmm. And so you can throw that. Like, Rui should have easily, if he scores 20 points in this series, y'all are winning. Mm-hmm. Y'all are winning the series. Hands down. I agree with you. He had one, I agree with that. He had 29 in game one in that series against Memphis. Yeah. I mean, Memphis, Memphis had to defend... 
a bunch of people. They did. So if they had a, so the only difference with them is, is experience. Yeah. You're not going to have Clay Thompson or Steph Curry play, play with the second group. That's true. That's my key. You're not going to have that at all. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to rest Steph or Clay Thompson. Yeah. At some point. So rest is key. Mm-hmm. That's key in this series. <laughs> it depends how everyone plays in, the, in this series. But yeah, rest is going to come into play for sure. Um, considering the fact that these first two games are, are like a day in between, and, and not only that, um, the level of play is going to be is going to be dry. Who yeah. can go on droughts the most? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it's going to be so good. This is going to be so good. I'm, and we look forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I, as a Laker fan, you know. You know my, uh, you know where I lean. Yes, so. I know where you lean. And, <laughs> I, and I know, and I know that um, you are celebrating inside. I, um, I'm not celebrating yet. I'm not celebrating yet because I see potential here. Mm-hmm. I see potential here. If the Nuggets get out of that series against Phoenix, and we get out of this one, I like our chances. Are you serious? I do. I want the Nuggets if we win this. Gabe, are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. You're choosing the nut. You're choosing the I'm Nuggets. Dead serious over the Lakers. Wait, no. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm over sorry. the Suns? No, you're choosing the. Wait a minute. Yes, I think this Nuggets will get out of the series because I think that's what we left with anyway. Because okay. it's two zero. Okay. Um, and if the Lakers get out of this series, uh-huh. I like our chances against the Denver Nuggets. You gotta be kidding me. I do. You gotta be kidding me. I do. I love it. You serious? I do. The, I'm very serious. The Nuggets have depth. You realize that, right? I understand. The reason you I like your chances. The reason I like our chances is because I feel that. Keep in mind, you're looking at me crazy, and I've been right about everything so far. You gotta be kidding me. I've been right about everything that I've said thus far. I just want to put this in perspective. I was not wrong about us making the playoffs through the play in. <laughs> I was not wrong about us beating Memphis. I was, I was correct in everything that I've said to this point. So you, you can't. Got, are you serious? I've earned that right to say something crazy now. <laughs> are, 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 are you serious? Yeah, I'm very serious. And the reason I'm serious is because I think that. There's a thing about experience that I'm seeing in this playoffs, right? Yes. There's a there's a very big thing about experience that I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Experience is playing a much bigger role in these playoffs because everybody is so close. Right. Everybody is so it's so much parity in the NBA right now. Right. More than we've probably ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like it, several teams that any one of these last what? How many teams is left? Uh, four. Four? Yes, four. Any one of these last four can compete for a championship. God. I'm just, I can't I'm just telling the truth. Any one of these four teams, the West has been a game or two tight. Uh, every team has been a game or two away from being in the same position. Okay. There's not, it's not, it's nobody that you can just vehemently say, hey, <laughs> Is the championship favorite in the Western Conference? There isn't one. 
Right. There isn't one. Right. So at the end of the day, yeah, I like my chances if we go into a series with Denver because experience is going to play a role. Experience is going to play a role. And we saw Denver is no different from the team we played in the bubble. This is no different. That's the team we played in the bubble. I don't fear Denver the way that a lot of people do. You got to be kidding me. I, I promise you I'm not. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Are you okay? I'm great. And you said the same thing before. And look where we at. <laughs> keep keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. I'm just saying. I want to say this. And then we'll leave. Mm-hmm. I want to say this. Denver has depth. Denver has an old school head coach. Mm-hmm. That doesn't allow his players to do anything on mm-hmm. the court. Yeah, defensively, mm-hmm. they're not allowed to give give up baskets. And I've seen and I've seen this in this Phoenix series right now. Mm-hmm. Phoenix is struggling right now. They are. Um, and what I see in Denver is that Denver has depth all around. Depth has they have the Joker. Not so let me that. stop you. They, you they, have, they, have, they have KCP. They have Jamal Murray. They do have KCP. We know KCP. We know they have him. Jamal Murray. They Jamal do have Murray Jamal has Murray. taken a role, a leadership role. He's done great. Uh, uh, Aaron Gordon can can defend with most of the people. That's why they got him to Denver. Yeah. Jeff Green is no joke. Uh who else? They're playing great ball. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that it's just going to be easy. I just no, said I'm I not, like I'm our chances. That. That's it. That's two totally different statements. I like the chances. Okay. I like the idea that, yeah, we it's going to be a fight, but we got an opportunity. If we get to the Western Conference Finals, I don't – all right, cool. Okay. Let's go. Let's play ball. Let's okay. play ball and see because I I truly do think that experience is going to play a massive role across the board in these finals, especially on the West. Because like I said, everybody is was a game or two away during the regular season. the The gaps are not that drastic right now. No, they're not. So that's all that I'm saying. Okay, there is a window of opportunity, right? If we face Denver, because and I said that because that's what it looks like it would be. Mm-hmm. Because it's a two zero series right now, and I don't think Phoenix. I don't know. I'm not writing Phoenix off yet. Uh, I, I, well, I'm, I'm getting close. I'm getting close to writing them off. Yeah, I'm getting close because they 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 need a lot of help. Yeah, outside of Booker and Durant, they need a lot of help. And I and, and Aiton's getting abused by Jokic in that series. And I, it, it, you know, it's just. It, it, it's it, how, how do you defend that? You just don't. You just don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's he literally getting abused in that series. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing else you can you could have done. Yeah. So we just got to see what happens in the mm-hmm. next week or two. Yeah. But we'll talk about that more. Hopefully, you're here next week. Yes, sir. Um. Thank you for coming in here at on a short notice. Absolutely. I appreciate you. And guys, that is our show for today. Um, I will deep dive into this draft stuff next week. Um, you know, this Cowboys picks up some players up, and I'm and I'm thinking of stuff. I'm like, can they help our team? Will they make the team for that matter? But we'll talk about that next week. 
as the NFL season offseason rolls on. And the NBA playoffs rolls on as well. But till then, guys, thank you to Angelo as well. He's in the other room from running the board. Thank you to Gabe. And my name is Jamie from Beyond the Game Podcast. I will see you all next week. Take care.